This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Hey, everybody. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here. On this Monday night, thank God for all of you taking your time to be a part of us tonight. We thank you for it. So this is how we got here. The segment that God gave me, I believe it started uh, over, over a little over a year ago. So thank you for your continued support. Thank God for all of you. Appreciate you taking your time. So if you don't mind, please, ma'am, please, sirs, hit that share button, share it, because I'm going to talk tonight from my heart. I really am. Uh, as we discussed tonight, you know, this is Black History Month, month of February, so I want to uh, give some reflections on personal, my personal reflection on why we do it, why we need it, why it's so important to us, not just as, as African-American male, as a citizen of the U.S., as a man, per, period. So joining, uh, if you don't mind, hit that share button. I believe if those be blessed by this section tonight on how we got here, I think it'll be a blessing to you. Um, it is a time, I think, we will reflect and, and remember and look at where we come, made so many accomplishments, so many achievements, so much progress. Yet, there's a long way to go. We've come from so far, yet there's still so far we need to come, right? So we begin, as you know, we begin every week, every Monday night on how we got here with uh, a biblical scripture, Acts chapter 17, verse 26. Acts 17, 26, and, and it reads uh, as follows. And has made of one blood all nations of men for the dwelling face of the earth and has determined the time before appointed in the bounds of the habitation. Read it again. Has made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth and has determined the time before appointed in the bounds of the habitation. So God knew where you would be. He knew where you would be stationed. He knew where you would be located. You're not too early. You're not too late. You're right on time. You are in the time that God wanted you to be. You know, again, we always hear folks, man, she, he and she were born before their time. No, no search animal. God knew your time. God knew exactly when and where you would be and the location. He determined it before time. If you believe, <clears throat> uh, uh, he, he, he ordained us. Jeremiah chapter one, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you, set you apart, sanctified you, called you a prophet to the nation. So God knew what time would be, God knew where we would be. So we want to thank him along, along those lines in that area. All right? So Black History Month, Black History Month, the month of February. As we know, we go through the month of February being Black History Month. The theme this year, I think I read earlier today, the theme this year for Black History Month is, is uh, uh, Black Wealth, excuse me, Black Health and Wellness. The theme for this year, Black Health and Wellness. As we identify you know, black scholars and medical uh, practitioners that have made such impacts and so many <clears throat> achievements in the medical field. You know, we, from, from, you know, midwives to uh, nurses, to doctors, physicians, dentists, wherever it may be uh, for within the black community, the strides and, and the progress we've made. But why do we? As a child of the 50s and 60s, uh, as a 67-year-old uh, black African-American uh, African, uh, African male born in the 50s, raised and taught in the 60s and early 70s, um, watching my parents struggle, 
raising so many children. I remember black and white water fountains. I remember black and white bus station. I remember those. I remember having to go on this side to the doctor's offices there. I remember going on this side of the of the uh, bus stations where the furniture and stuff was run down and, 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 and springs coming underneath the seating. And well, on the other side where the white, where, where the white passengers were, were, those places were nice. I remember these things. And I'm not talking about a hundred years ago. I'm, I remember these in my lifetime. Uh, again, I'm 67 years of age. Um, and, and I remember, again, the black water fountain. I remember black and white water. I remember the black and white uh, waiting room areas in, in, in place. I remember certainly. I remember going, my dad taking us to the to the movie theaters. And we had to go upstairs to, to watch the movies. And the white counterparts were downstairs. I remember those. I remember when, we, I remember when it changed. But I remember when that was the case. I remember going, driving up to the to, to, to the um, uh, um, fast food joint, whoever, whatever that thing was called, in Allensville, Alabama, where we had to go through the drive-thru to get our orders, but our white counterpart could go inside and get the order. I remember all of this. So why do we need to remember not just where we've come from, but what we had to come through? Not just what we went through, but what we had to, uh, what we had to come from and go, we had to go through. We need to remember those. Now, bear in mind, in 1976, in 1976, President Gerald, Gerald Ford uh, officially recognized Black History Month in 1976. And every president since then has officially recognized Black History Month, February of each year, Black History Month. But in, in, until 1976, President Gerald Ford recognized, officially recognized Black History Month in our nation. And I quote him saying, this is what uh, President Gerald Ford said, and I quote, call upon all the officers uh, to, to seize the opportunity to honor too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every field of endeavor throughout our history. Close quote. Read it again. He said, I'm, he said, we need to seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Close quote. That was a former president, the late, uh, late president Gerald Ford, as he recognized black, black history month in 1976 officially recognize it, and every president since then has recognized Black History Month. Now, why, why do we need it? Um, we do it, why should we study it? We should remember the past successes, the past failures, the past atrocities that happened to us as a people, the accomplishments. And I say it all the time, you know, we think of Black History Month, we, we want to go into sports. We can do more than just run a football. We can do more than just hit a baseball. We've done much more than, than shoot a basketball. We've done much more than run track, jump over hurdles. We've done every spear. Uh, African-American president, uh, first African-American president, President Barack Obama, uh, first uh, black Secretary of State, Condoleezza Rice. We've had Nicole Powell. We have all these achievements, all these, uh, Dr. Charles Drew in the medical field, all these accomplishments we've done. We can do more of those things, but we, we remember the past. We remember the fast failures and successes, and we need to remember those. Again, I remember when we can go in a certain place. I remember our parents telling us how to do this and that. I remember when my mom and dad cast that first ballot. I remember when my mom and daddy, my, my dad couldn't read and write, but my, my mother would go in and help him uh, fill out his ballot. I remember all those things. I remember the age that my mom and dad were late. I mean, we was all born. All the kids was born, and, and, and we was uh, 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 in school and, and of age. When they, when they had to catch that first ballot, the first ballot. Now think about that. U.S. citizens, but in their 60s, late 50s and 60s, before they could vote. 
Council said it was not. It was not. It was not. There were no voters' rights at the time. And so we had the civil rights struggle in the 60s to get us able to write, to vote, to sit where we want to sit, to, 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 to go where we want to go, to drive where we want to drive, to live where we want to live, to eat where we want to eat. All those things, these are not some long ago things, things I remember in my lifetime. I remember them. So we got to remember uh, our history. That, that black American history is American history. African American history is American history. We lived these things. We came through these things. And I know today we'll fight, man, there's this, this big push about, about some who, who think uh, uh, critical race theory, CRT, critical race theory, uh, what it is, what is it. And I guarantee you, 90% of those who are pushing, we can't have critical race theory. We can't talk about people uh, uh, based on their color, on, on the evils of America. Well, listen to this. I guarantee you 90% of those who talk about critical race theory don't have a clue what it is. Don't have a clue what it is. But we got to go back and remember, what do we do? How do we get here? How did we get to this point? When, you, when, when, when we, talking about African American history now, when we came over against our will and was enslaved in, in, in a nation and, 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 and just de degraded for hundreds of, hundreds of years and then asked to... to, to one, forget the past. Come on, forget the past. Uh, accept what had happened, and we're not responsible for it. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, the Bible tells us we got to remember where we came from. He said, He tells us, He said, He said, Thou shalt remember it's the Lord thou God that gave thee power to get wealth, that He may establish a covenant with you. We can't forget what we've come through, we can't forget what we've done, and let's go for all of us. For my, for, for my African-American brothers and sisters, people die for us to vote. People die for us to do what we want to do, to go to school where we want to go to school at. I remember these things. I remember the, separate, the separate equal schools. I remember going to all black schools. And then in the, in, in the 70s, in, we, we were going to, I, mean, I was going, I think, nine years, excuse me, nine miles to go to my school from first grade through the, through the ninth grade. And then in the 10th grade in 1970, when, to quote, unquote, to achieve integration, they bust me 27 miles to go to school, to another all-black school. We were supposed to achieve integration. Black and white supposed to come together there in York and in Livingston. But what happened? It did not happen. We, they, they, they built, they built up, uh, my white brother built a private school, and all of all our white kids went to the private schools. And there was none in Livingston, few, maybe one or two, that was sprinkled through, through, through the two high schools. I remember all of this. I remember all of this. It is not where we are now. It's where we come from as well. Yes, I know, I know, I know, I know it's not how you start, that's how you end that matters. And we want to end right. But this is Black History Month. Let's celebrate the legacy of those who went before us, laid the foundations biblically and spiritually and physically done. Think about those things. The role that everything played. Our families had to go through certain things. Our forefathers had to struggle and suffer at the hands of un, 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 um, unfair practices unequal practices. I mean, things that were detriment, detrimental to their health, but they had a goal and a vision in mind to see that their children be done better than they are. And that's Bible. My brothers, that's Bible. What did he tell us? Train up a child. This is what he said. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he get old, he will not depart from it. Think about that. And they want it better for us. And a good man, the Bible says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. A good man and the wealth of the wicked is in store for the just. This is all part of how they raised us. I saw, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about stuff I heard about. I saw my parents raise us. 
a family, all those kids, I mean, 10 children in a house or 12 kids in a house with mom and daddy. I remember coming from a home with first, my first home I remember was living in, uh, only two that we lived in in my lifetime, but the first one we lived in was only three rooms, I think three bedrooms, uh, the boys in one room, the girls in one, mom and daddy in the other. We didn't have no uh, 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 sitting room for this and a sitting room for that. We had one room where we all gathered where, where the TV was at the time and all those things. We, we lived there for all those years and, 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 and saw my parents raise us not on, 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 on flowery beds of ease. We went through certain things. We, had to, we, we didn't know it was poor. We just thought that's a way of life. Poverty had us, but we didn't know. Uh, it wasn't. It, 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 we may have been in poverty, but we didn't have a positive mindset. They would let us live with a positive mind, a poverty mindset. And we got to do the same thing. Well, we may be around poverty. Poverty may be in the community, but we don't have to have po poverty mindset. We, as a man thinketh, remember, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. So if I think it, watch this now, I'm going to begin to speak it. So I, I got to be careful what I hear and what I see. Because remember, what I see and what I hear going to get into my heart. If it gets into my heart, it's going to come out of my mouth. And that's what condemns me. So today, I, I, I want to remind us, you know, I, I, as we think about Black History Month, you know, all the achievements we've done, but then we forget about where we come from. As if that we just woke up and, and, and like this. No, ma'am, no, sir. That was a struggle. That was a struggle. And, 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 and if we're not careful, if we're not careful, the next generation and, and, and is progressively going down. When it should be on an upward trajectory, it's on a downward slope. That's what's happened to us as a people. Look at that. Look at what happened to us as a people, as a nation. I mean, we, we, we are so divided politically. We're so divided uh, uh, racially. We're so divided culturally. And instead of getting better, it's like it's getting progressive. We're going down a slope. Instead of on an upward, upward trajectory, we're going down a slope. But what did the Lord tell us? My brothers and sisters, what did God tell us? Sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget their God, that forget God. Sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. And he's not talking about once we die. He's talking on this earth. Look at what happened to us as a people. Of course, it's all biblical speaking again. What did he tell us? In the last days. So this, this is what Paul told Timothy. In 2 Timothy, he says, in the last days, perilous time will come. Men will be lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, unthankful, unholy. Come on now, disobedience. All these things happening right in front of our eyes. And instead of we getting closer to God, we're drawing away from him. Instead of getting closer to the creator, to the, to the source of our powers, we're getting farther from him and thinking we can do this on our own. And look at how we've gotten to. My brothers and my sisters, this is how we got to this point. <laughs> this is how we got here. So, so, so I, I, want, I want to remind us today that while we study our past, to learn, to, 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 to reflect, to, 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 to remember, to honor the legacy of those going before us. You know, the greatest two men, the greatest man and woman in my life was my mother and my father. Without a doubt, the greatest two people in, in my life growing up was my mother and my father. My dad was illiterate, couldn't read and write. He, he, he couldn't, he learned how to spell his name, but he, he, he didn't learn how to read and write in school. My mother was a brilliant woman. I mean, brilliant woman. And, and, and she, she, she was help up with her homework. Yes, she would do all those things. We didn't want her to because she would get your knuckles if you got it wrong. But my point being, but those two people influenced me. To be the man, uh, along with along with the Lord God in my heart, but those people set the foundation for my life. My mom and my dad, the late Mr. Perry Williams Sr. and Mrs. Bonnie Pearl Williams, these two people. Uh, so as I remember Black History Month, those are my two heroes. Those two people raised us and, and set a path, set me on a path 
to, to achieve whatever success I've had, it started with in that home of Bunny Pearl and Perry Williams. Yes, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. They, my, 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 they, they were, they were, they were. Dis, my, my mother was a disciplinary. I mean, she was strong. She was strict. My dad, my dad never, never, he never spanked me. Thank the Lord. He probably take me out if he had it. But my mother was the disciplinary. She kept us in line and was reinforced by my father. Cause if my dad said, if my mother said she couldn't go, my, it, it was over. Now, if my dad said we could, and my mom said we couldn't, instead they didn't fight against each other, but they raised us to respect and love and 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 and, and honor each other, and then it carried on to other people. So they, my first heroes are my mom and my dad. Yes, by far. And so we remember that. We remember the struggles they had. My mother raising us. My dad raising us. I saw them, the, the excitement of them casting that first. I remember my dad and mother going down to the polo there in Geiger, Alabama, right there in Sumter County. I remember them going boat. They came back and tell, telling us about their first boat. I remember these things. And we got to remember the struggle that they did so that we wouldn't. My parents struggled so we wouldn't have to. And that is my responsibility to be sure if there's going to be a struggle in my family, it would be me. It would be my children. It would be uh, uh, the, uh, my, my, my wife and I. My children, my children's parents, the parents, we struggle and not them. And we lay a foundation for them to build upon. And not for them to struggle, but to, to grow from where we come from and to what we've learned. And that's what all Black History Month is about. It's recognizing, because it's not in our books. You know we don't teach it in our schools. I mean, think about how much we, we learned about us. Things that we learned about us that we had to learn outside, that it wasn't taught every day. It's not a part. It may be a section in there, but we, we're more than a section. Yes, we're more than just a month in the year. We're more than the shortest month in the year, yes. But at least we have this to remember and to, and to bring to mind and to recall and to highlight and to honor. Oh, yes, we know those things. We, we, we understand these things, where we come from. And now, now think about it. We, we, we learn. Now, Dr. Carter G. Woodson, he is the, is the father of Black History Month. Dr. Carter G. Woodson, who, who really got it again, it grew from a Black History Week. This now, this Black History Month grew from Black History Week. It grew from Black History Week, so we can honor the legacy. We can honor the achievement. We can honor the accomplishments of all those in education. We honor those in, in political in, in political sphere. We honor those in in science. We honor those in medicine. We honor those in in, in athletics. We honor those in civic or civic work in the military. We honor all these things. We know about those, and and, 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 and we, we and then when so so it, it angers me. Yes, it angers me. So when we get to talk about. Quote, quote, critical, critical race theory, as if we're trying to teach a, 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 a history that's not true. It happened. We, it, our folks lived it. Again, I grew up in the in the fifties and sixties and early seventies. I understand. I remember, and it was a way, quote unquote, of life, where blacks were on this side, whites on this side. We saw, I saw the bus stations. I saw the water fountain. I saw the doctor's office. They had two two way routes. We saw this. Same doctor, different waiting room, same buses. We can get on the same bus, uh, uh, Greyhound or, or, or Trailway, get on the same bus, but at the, you, had to, you had to enter it from different rooms. This, this, we live this history. And, and so for us to forget about where we come from and remember that it was all God who kept us. It's the story of Israel. And so you remember Israel was in Egypt for 400 years in slavery, that Egypt enslaved God's people for 400 years, and God told them they would happen. He said, but the nation that, that, that holds you in bondage is going to be judged for it. And then watch this now. And when they came out of Egypt, glory to God, then they come out empty-handed. 
Come on, America. They did not come out empty handed. The Lord told them to get the spoils of Egypt. I mean, they got their, they borrowed the gold and the silver, and they got it from, I mean, the people got it. Now, by the way, they weren't coming back, so it had to be gifts. But when they came out of bondage, when the Lord led them out of Egypt, when God took about 400 years out of Egypt, they did not come out empty handed. They had the gold and the silver and the spoils of Egypt. Because for 400 years, you worked us for nothing. And they came out with something in hand. I believe God wants to come out with something. Oh, glory to God. The, we just can't stay in bondage all these years and come out with nothing. It behooves us to take advantage of every situation. Every moment is fleeting. It never comes back. Whatever, every missed moment never comes back. There are new moments. There are new opportunities. But one that are missed, they don't come back at you. It just come back around again when it's your time. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging us today. Let's reflect on where we come from. Let's reflect on what history is. It's, it's a remembrance. It's, it's a call to mind of what happened. I know February is the shortest month of the year. I know for fact why we give the shortest month. And, and not just every day is history. It is. It is. Every day is history. It is. We just set aside, again, 1976, former President Gerald, late President Gerald Ford officially recognized Black History Month in America. And he urged us, he urged us to, 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 to remember all the neglected achievements of, of African Americans in every in field of endeavor right here. And every president since then has officially, according to this, has recognized that, that, that uh, Black History Month in February. Now, by, bear in mind again, this theme this year is, get, is Black Health and Wellness. We got to remember, I mean, what is it to have rights and have, have uh, 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 material blessings and have bad health and not well? So we got, to, we, we got to go for our health. Come on now. What did the Bible tell us? 3 John 2. 3 John 2, my brothers and sisters. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. What good is to have wealth and you can't enjoy it? What good is it to have uh, prosperity and you can't enjoy because of bad health? Because of bad health. Think about what our parents went through again to get us where we are. I mean, we went to schools that were not equal. We rode buses that were not equal. We had, we had books that were not equal. I remember getting books at our school when I went to, I went to North Southern Junior High School. North Southern High School from the ninth, first through the ninth grade. And then from the 10th through the 12th grade, went to some kind of high school in York. But we got books. That, that came from Livingston High School or whatever school. We got what we call new books had already been used. But we learned. I remember in the 10th grade, I think 10th grade year, my, my body class, uh, we didn't even have class. I didn't have a book the whole year. The teacher made copies of what we, of what we had to get and made copies of this thing. But I had, we had no books the whole year in my biology class. But, we, but, but she taught us well. I mean, she taught us well. I mean, the lady taught us well. She really did. And I thank God for the teaching. But my point being, things are not, separate or not equal. That's the, and thank God that the, Constitu that, the, that the Supreme Court says separate or not equal is unconstitutional. But, but, but what, how could I then go through all this and not give my best effort and not require my best from my children and not require my best from anybody who's attached to me? How could I go through all these things and not require the best? Come on now. I'm serious. Well, how could I not require obedience? How could I not require, uh, I mean, require respect for my children and for my grands and all those around me? Because I understand, I'm, I say it again, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through 3, the Bible tells us that we can bless our children, excuse me, we can either bless or hold back our kids if we don't honor and make them honor and respect. Children, obey your parents and the Lord. The book says, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. 
which is the first commandment with the promise. Why? He said that it may be well with you and that thou may live long upon the earth. That's a promise from God. So if, if, if when our parents made us do it, when they required us to, do, to be respectful, when they required us to be obedient, when they required us to do our best, how can we not? How can, how can we get more concerned about an athletic event than about our kids' classroom? How can we drive hundreds of miles to go to a basketball or football game, but we won't go down to the school board and require this or that from our, from our education system? How, how can we? When what our parents went through, come on, this is Black History Month, what our parents had to go through, what our parents had to, had to encounter and endure. How could I then let my kids get away with not doing their best, not doing their, not giving, not walking in excellence, or, or studying and teaching and learning in excellence? How can I care more about who coaches my kids than who teaches my children? How can I care more about what, what, what extracurricular they're in that they did not get accepted in than what they're doing in their classroom? How can I dishonor my parents' legacy? How can I dishonor my mother and father uh, 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 teaching but not requiring the best of my children? Because they required the best of us. My mother had all of us, all my brothers and I played, played sports in high school, played basketball and, and, and baseball. And, and watch this. And, and my mother had a saying, you, if you did poorly in school, you couldn't play sports. So guess what? We did good in school so we could play sports. How could I do anything less or require anything less of my children? This, all the achievements that we've done in, in, in education, all the achievements we've done in political sphere, all we've done, uh, look, look at all the, what we've done. We, we're first African-American president. We've had uh, mayors of most all the major cities, Los Angeles, Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, I think San Francisco, Philadelphia, all the, quote, all the major cities have, have been led by African-American people. So we've had people of color. We've made these achievements. We've had these accomplishments. So how can we think it requires less of, it requires more now? It requires more study. It requires more dedication. It requires more understanding. It requires more coming together. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. God, look at what's happening now. Let's look at let's look at the voting rights situation. You remember the Supreme Court voted down the Voting Rights Act uh, uh, that was passed back in the 60s and said now the states, those states that had been identified that had to get approval before they changed the voting rights because they were so uh, uh, they were so against minorities back when it was written. I mean, put all these Drokanian laws in place uh, now and they're going back and they're doing all these things. They're doing it again, making it more difficult to vote. Think about it. More difficult to vote, which is, which is a right as a citizen of this country, they make it more difficult, more difficult to vote. I mean, taking away certain things and, and, and on the guise of trying to have political integrity. We're, the elections are, and this lie is still being perpetrated that the, that the former president uh, lost the election to, 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 to President Biden. I mean, the lie is still being People are still doing campaign ads on this stuff, and we know it's lies. And so if we don't remember, we'll wake up and we'll be able to lost the rights that it took so long to gain. And don't say it can't happen. Don't say it can happen. Uh, uh, think about a nation. Uh, uh, sinners shall be turned into hell. Listen to what he says now. Sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. And nations that nations that forget God. If we forget, we're doomed to repeat it. We can't forget where we come from. And when we look up, we'll forget all the struggles we had, all the achievements we've done. And we, if, when we don't hold people's feet to the fire, when we don't hold, when we don't speak truth, uh, to power, we don't make people responsible for what for what's going on. Then they're repeated over and over and over again. This is how we what we do Black History Month to 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 to, to learn what happened, to learn the comment of those that we more than just athletes, we more than just this or that. We're not just a people who just came here and did nothing. 
this nation on the backs of our foreparents. Come on. And America needs to know. I mean, critical race theory, when we teach about history, that is not uh, teaching something that's not happening. These things happen. These things happen. These things happen. A war was fought. And I know people take this lie. It was fought over states' rights. Well, what would, okay, okay, let me give you this. If the Civil, civil War was fought over state rights, what was the state right they were trying to fight over? You couldn't have a free nation and a enslaved nation within the same nation. Couldn't happen. So we, our civil war was fought over hoping other human beings in slavery. Humans. Putting, I, no, and don't give me this that slavery was somewhere so it was in other nations too. I'm talking about America. The land of the free, home of the braves. Land of the free. We're talking about America that hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal. And they endow such, such inalienable rights by a creator. I'm talking about us here in America. I'm not talking about other nations. I'm talking here in America. And we can't forget where we come from. No, ma'am, no, sir. We can't do it. Why? Because, because we remember the legacies of those. We remember the struggles of those. We remember the, the achievement. We remember the sacrifices they made. And how dare I belittle and demean and disrespect the legacy of all our foreparents that came before us. In every spirit, homes lost, homes destroyed, lives destroyed, families separated, detached and apart from each other. And yet we are now doing to ourselves with the crime and, and the pillage and all those things we're doing, disrespecting our own selves, becoming our worst enemies. How can we disrespect our forefathers and their struggles and their efforts by doing these same things? Come on, we're being enslaved now by things happening in our own communities. We're being enslaved by our actions and our deeds and things, and that can't be the will of God. The Bible tells us two cannot walk together except they be agreed. Two cannot walk together except they be agreed. Oh my, and how good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. In the latter part of that verse, it's like the dew, like the oil that ran down Aaron's beard, like the oil that ran down Aaron's beard, down to his skirts. In the latter part of that verse says, he said, for there, where, where unity is, the Lord commands his blessings. America, can God bless us when we divide it? America, can God bless us when we're not united? He tells us, there God commands his blessings. There, where? Where there's unity, God commands his blessings. And so I, I say these things to you today as we celebrate Black History Month. We can't forget it. No ma'am, no sir. I've lived through some things as a 67-year-old black male. Grew up, in again, in, in, in the deep south. Grew up in the And it's not just in the south. It was, it was all kinds of places. Certain places you couldn't go in your, in your major cities. Certain places you couldn't go. Each section had its own place. Don't go there. Had to be, had to, think about it, had to be told. And, to, and today, it's now territorial because of, 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 of gang activities and stuff. Can't go over there because of that, that's their territory. Can't go there. Can't, look at what we're doing. Is history repeating itself? Sinners shall be turned into hell. And all nations that forget God. Sinners shall be turned into hell. All nations that forget God. Think about that. Now, the Lord tells us. He tells us. I beseech you, therefore, brother. Paul said in Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, this is what he said, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And then he tells the next verse, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. 
If I don't demand respect, should I get it even when I don't get it? If I don't demand uh, respect, should I be angry at those who don't give it to me? I can, I can, I can be, I can demand respect without being disrespectful. But the problem with today is if we forget about the struggles, the, 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 the sacrifices, why do we study it? The past successes. How did they do this? How, how, did, how did your parents raise a family on little income? How? How can a parent raise children and, and, and keep them out of trouble when, 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 when the law was against them? How could they do it? We got to learn from that. Look at the achievement of, of, of all the things we did. Built colleges, built institutions, built churches. All these things that they did, our foreparents our did in the military when it was segregated. I mean, look at look at, uh, the Tuskegee Airmen that that, that, that so, so so did such wonderful work when they when they were segregated. Yet they did it. I mean, look at look, look at all the achievement that, that, that uh, all the brothers did uh, in, in the military. That uh, uh, Daniel Chappie, I, I think I remember his name. Of course, again, Colin Powell recently. All these things, these people, all these these glorious people have done now. We, we, we have all these things in place now. We have uh, uh, African American uh, 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 Secretary of Defense right now. All these people we have. How did they do it? How did they achieve it? And how are we coming up short today? With all these promises, precious promises, with all of these opportunities, how are we coming up short? How are we coming up short? We're, 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 we're going, by the way, you never go backwards without stopping. I'm going to say it again. You never go backwards until you stop. Progress has to stop before you can go backwards. So if we're going backwards as a people, if we're going backwards as a nation, that means we stopped. Because you cannot shift from forward to reverse without stopping the vehicle. You would tear the, you would tear the transmission up. It, would, it, it won't do it. So therefore, if we are going backwards as a people, that means we stop somewhere. If we're going backwards as a nation, that means we stop somewhere. If we're going backwards as a family, that means we stop somewhere. Because I can't go backwards until I stop forward progress. Could it be the reason why we're going backwards in almost every area? I mean, with, with the, with the rich, in the richest nation on the planet, with the, with the more resource than anything in terms of, 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 uh, access, of access to all things more than any people on the planet? Could it be that we're, 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 we're having a backward motion because we stopped going forward? And it, 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 that's the only way we can go backwards. The only way you can go backwards is that you have to stop your forward progress. That's why we got to remember Black History Month. That's why we got to go back and remember. That's why we got to honor the legacy of them. We we, we got to do. We we we, we got to honor the the, the 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 achievements of others to get an idea of how they did it. Which the Bible God tells us to remember Him. Thou shalt remember them. It is it is it is I. It is me that gives you power to get wealth. That I may stand my covenant. Not you. It is me giving you that authority. I gave you that power to do that. I gave you the ability to do it. Yes, me, God is saying. So we're going to go and look at our forefathers and what they did, how they raised us, what they did to us, how they kept us going, how they kept us moving in that direction. Think, you think about that. No, it's not a time we just talk about uh, little things, but the deep things. The Voting Rights Act came through struggle. Oh my God, lives lost. Every right you've ever achieved, it costs something. I'm going to say it again to you and to me. Everything you've ever achieved that was a struggle 
It cost somebody lives, time, livelihoods. It did. Civil rights struggle. People lost jobs. Didn't mean folks heard about this part of them. If you went to a meeting, they lost houses and jobs and things. If you if you went to to a meeting, just informational meeting, people lost their lives, livelihoods. And so, how could I disrespect the legacy of those who gave themselves for us? And then, how could I not require my own children to honor and respect those that came before us? I can't let them forget how they came. They didn't. They 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 they, they can enjoy what they have now because of what our parents did for us. Yeah, they, we're living on the backs of those who who, who gave. We're living on, on, on the backs of those who sacrificed. We're living on the backs of those who suffered. How could we not demand the same thing from those around us? I come to you tonight from my heart to share with you my feelings and my reflections on Black History Month. Again, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying stuff I don't, that somebody told me. I saw this and experienced it. I, I went through and seen racism and discrimination, yet I couldn't stop because of that. I've dealt with it, I had it against me, but I couldn't stop. I've, I've, had, I've seen people being mistreated just because of their skin. Still happening today, yes, but, what I, but, 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 but we can't stop because our foreparents didn't stop. Had they stopped, you and I wouldn't be here today. Had they stopped, we would still be, who knows what we would be. They didn't stop because it was difficult. Many, the Bible tells you and me. David said, many are the affliction of the righteous, yet God delivers them out of them all. Everything we got in, we came out. Everything we got in, we came out. Oh, that'll preach. Everything we got in, we came out. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, yet God does deliver them out of them all. David said this, I have been young, listen at me, and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Struggles? Yes, but not forsaken. Then Paul said in the New Testament, we're cast down, we're not destroyed. Persecuted? We're not in distress. Persecuted, but not, not forsaken. We're not, we're not. We've been through some things, but we're still here. <laughs> we're still here. And got an opportunity to do what to, to remind our children. We need we need to remind them. We can't let them just go around and, and, and not understand that in Black History Month, make a, a, a concerted effort, black and white, to let them know the struggles of Black Americans, that are enslaved people, from the cotton fields to 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 the to the houses of legislation, to legislators, to Governor's Mansion, Governor, Governor Doug Wilder in Virginia. I remember him, only black governor I remember in my lifetime. But he, from him to, to the Governor's Mansion, to the Mayor's Office, and then all the way to the White House. Heads that helped build, black slaves who helped build the White House, that would then house the first African-American president, President Barack Obama. All these things happen. We got to remind our kids, it's not all about sports. I love sports. Play sports in high school. Sports pay for my education in college. Thank God for that. But we're more than that. We're more than just some music. We're more than just some lyrics. We're more than just that stuff. We are, we are uh, uh, discoverers. We are uh, achievers. We are inventors. We all these things we do. Every time you stop at a traffic light, remember where that invention came from. Every time you see a refrigerated car going down the street, remember where it came from. Every time you see the railroad car going out with a pulley, remember where that came from. Every time you think about blood plasma, forget, remember where it came from. Think about it. Every time you see you see these these shoes these shoes that you wear the machine and make those shoes remember where they came from. Study our history. 
As we study the Bible, what they tell us, Paul says, study sure yourself approved unto God. A work need not be ashamed, right about the word of truth. Study sure yourself approved unto God. A work need not be ashamed, right about the word of truth. We need to do the same thing about our history. Study so we can make intelligent uh, decisions and discussions. Not just today, but where we came from. Because if we know where I came from, I can speak about where we're going. If I know what the struggle was, I can prepare that we, that we won't have the same struggle again. Look at what's happening in our country. Look what's happening in our nation. We don't want to do it. We don't want to forget the, our, our, our past. We can remember our past, embracing the future. Remembering our past and embracing our future. Remembering our past, embracing our future. Remembering our past and embracing our future. That's who we are today. America, black history is your history. We've read about the history that you, that you told us. Teach us about what our folks went through and what we've done, how we had to go through. That everybody can understand that we brought something to the table and we still are. Hey guys, thank you so much for today. This is my take. This is my reflection on Black History Month for the day, how we got here. We can't forget how we got here. And remember, we can remember the past and we can embrace our future. Zephyr Williams on how we got here. Be back next week, Lord's willing, same time. Next Monday night. Until then, stay safe. Be blessed. Hey, stay safe. Be blessed. Take care of yourself. Talk to you next week. God bless. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.